Praise him. Praise him. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for giving us a heart and a desire to praise you. Thank you for the gifts you've given us to praise you. Thank you for your glory. Oh God, we appreciate you so much. And we can't thank you enough for all that you do for us. Our heart is full because we're so blessed. Thank you. And because of that, we praise and magnify your name. So Lord, as we move forward in this service, we ask you to speak to the hearts and minds of people today. Let their heart be transformed in the name of Jesus. We just praise and magnify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Everybody say, God is good, God is good. All, the time. all the time. And all the time, God is, God is good. The Bible is a very um, outstanding book. It is the, the most read book uh, in the world. Uh, it's on the top list of everybody. Um, so many people don't like it, even if they don't want to read it, they have to reference it. Um, it is the book that God has given us uh, for us to lead a life productive in the kingdom. Uh, God's mission, uh, when he created the world, he had a vision of a kingdom, and that kingdom uh, was going to extend to earth, and so he colonized earth, and he wanted his whole mission and vision, his ideas, was to really uh, create a community of people who will reflect heaven um, on earth, and then stay connected with him. And so his mission uh, was really to pour his spirit inside of us, and so we can really be like him. And so Satan comes in and he interrupts the apple cart and he does things in our life and to make us not understand who we are and whose we are, right? And so when we don't know who we are and whose we are, uh, we get controlled by a spirit that actually leads us away from God and it destroys our family, it destroys our relationship on our job, our community. And so a lot of people, well, we come to church and we come to church and we're excited about church but we look at church, man, really as a place of a religion uh, where we come uh, just to worship God and all that. But the really, God said, I really don't need you guys to spend all this time uh, worshiping and praising me. I got angels to do that. He said, I really want you to do what I intended for you to do. I want you to really run the earth. He said, if you really want to praise me and magnify me, he said, do what I asked you to do. He said, I created you in my image and I gave you dominion in the earth. And I want you to run the earth, and I want the earth man to really look like heaven, and it really going to be manifested uh, through love, right? Um, so we want to talk about a one life under God, and we want to talk about his kingdom agenda. Everybody says kingdom agenda. The kingdom is a different language, man. It's a different thing. And so uh, we have to understand it uh, through that. And so I'm going to be talking about that for like the next three or four weeks. But I want you to understand what the kingdom is, right? Because we're in a kingdom. When Jesus Christ came, look at Matthew chapter 4, right? And listen to uh, Matthew chapter 4. It says, in those days, um, John the Baptist came preaching. I remember, John the Baptist uh, came and he wanted to introduce the king. I want you to understand this. So if you miss this, you're going to miss the whole thing because you're going to look at church, man, really as a religion instead of a kingdom. Right? He says, in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness 
of Judea, and here's what he's saying. I want you to repent, right? Repent. Repent for the kingdom. Everybody said the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, I want you to repent. So whatever you're doing, I want you, uh, Omar, he said, I want you to make a turn, get your house in order, he said, get your life in order, and understand that you're in a kingdom. He said, a kingdom is here. He said, but you have to repent. Why would you repent? Because whatever you're doing is not right. Now, he's talking to the religious community. Uh, uh, he's talking to us, and he wants us to understand that in this world, God is sovereign, right? He says, so you need to repent, really, and understand and recognize that God is sovereign, and you're in a kingdom, and in a kingdom, it's a commonwealth. So God was trying to tell us that. No, now this is John the Baptist preaching. But when you go up and keep on reading down about the 17th verse, the Messiah himself speaks. Now listen to the words of Jesus. He says, from that time, Jesus, everybody say Jesus. Jesus began to preach. Right? He started to preach and to say, what did he say? Repent. Right? For the what? Kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, now repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You have to understand in a kingdom, the king rules. Right? So in a kingdom, the king rule, and everybody in everything is up under the leadership of the king, right? So God is king, right? So he sends Jesus into the world to really come and bring us a message. Now remember, an idea, God had an idea. An idea, when it's transformed, it becomes word. That's why they said Jesus is the word of God, the word made flesh. So God's idea, man, became flesh, and it dwelt among us. I want you to hear me very well. And he started to preach to us. And he was telling us, get ready and get your house in order because a kingdom is at hand. It's a different kind of kingdom, right? It's a kingdom, man, where God rules, but he rules from a position of love. Not from a position of an iron fist like the earthly kings. Because his kingdom is not from this place. He get his marching orders, man, from heaven. Right? A lot of us are living beneath our privilege. Right? And we're in a time now. The reason why I want this message, and I want to deliver this message, because we're living in a time where so many people are giving you so much information, so many things, and you're getting pulled every direction to the point where some of our lives are actually being destroyed, right? Uh, and it's being destroyed because we've given up, right, our relationship with Christ for a relationship of selfishness. Because it's about what I want. It's no longer about God created us, man, for his glory. It's about what I want, right? But what happens when you don't recognize that, man, you miss all the privileges of being a part of a kingdom that's a commonwealth, right? That means the wealth of it is common, right? That means I don't have to want for anything in this kingdom. God wants you to know something. He wants you to know that the kingdom is here, and he wants you to recognize it and then accept him as being sovereign, right? And nothing, hear me out, nothing you do, 
Nothing you involved with, nothing you have is yours, is on loan to you to use, to watch this here, not only to enjoy, but also to benefit everyone else, man, on behalf of the king. Right? Your wife is a gift to you. Your husband is a gift to you to help you be everything God intended for you to be. So when he said repent for the kingdom of heaven is here, he said, I want you to understand the kingdom is here. And I want you to understand you're in the kingdom and nothing else. Now, I know it's hard because we're in a democracy in the United States of America. So we don't see it, man, from a physical standpoint. But you, if you got to understand, by, everybody said by faith. You have to understand it and you have to have faith in God and understand that God is really sovereign. And if he's sovereign, everything belongs to him. And we're going to talk about that and prove it. Now, God's mission, and he wanted, when John was writing in the third John, here's what he wrote. He says, beloved, now listen to God in his kingdom, because this is important to understand who you are and what you're supposed to be, all right? He says, beloved, I pray that you may prosper. Now, this is, this is what he told me. I want you to what? Prosper in all things and be in health, all right? Just as your soul prospers. So God wants you to be what? Prosperous. It's to his advantage, man, that you are successful. God never creates anything to fail. He wants you to shine. He wants you to be the business owner. He wants you to be the best husband. He wants you to be the best wife. He wants you to be the boss, right? He wants you to have the best of best, but he wants you to make sure that he's first in everything you do and recognize that you are what you are because of him. I don't care how much education you have. I don't care how much money you make. Remember that it's all yours, man, because God blesses you to be a blessing to the kingdom. Now, unfortunately, man, Satan comes in and he distracts us. And sometimes he makes us think, man, it's about us. And I'm so smart and I can do this. But I just want to remind you all, it's only a matter of seconds that your life can be transformed into something that you do not like. You can have all your faculties today, and tomorrow it can be gone. I, I just want you to understand that. You can have a nice job today. We understand it in the pandemic, right? You, uh, you had a job today, and tomorrow the business closed. So you were doing great, and all of a sudden, man, you don't have nothing anymore. And then you get all shook up, and you get bent out of shape because you don't realize that it does not matter that the job closed, God got me. Because in the kingdom, everything belongs to him. So I don't have to want for anything or lack for anything, man, because I understand who he are. I mean, who he is. And here's the thing. Uh, in Matthew 6 and 33, he tells us, and he says it very vividly, and he's very animate about it. Listen to what Jesus says. He says, but seek first. He said, get your priorities in order in this kingdom. He says, I'm going to do something for you like never before. All right? He said, listen, you're going to be challenged, but if you make me the priority in your life. He said, if you make me the priority in your life, man, things going to be a whole lot better. Yeah. So he tells us, he says, seek first 
the kingdom of God. He said, what you're doing? He said, you got to recognize that you're in a kingdom and God is sovereign. So when you seek it, he said, the priority, the number one thing I'm going to do, the thing I'm looking for the most, what I want to do is to get, when I get up in the morning, the first thing I do, man, is talk to the king. I need to know what, I, what is my marching orders for today because I can't do nothing without you. If I try to, now some of us are smart. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Some of us are smart and we think we're brilliant. Right? And we don't want to recognize God. We want to do us. Right? Because I, I can do this thing. But I promise you, all you have to do is be honest. Because when you're at home all by yourself, you're stressed out, you don't know what to do. Right? Therapy said that you can't even get into therapies now. It's hard to even find a therapist because they're so busy because everybody is stressed. The, the anxiety level is out the window. But it should not be that way because Jesus told us don't let it be that way. He says, why are you stressed out and bent out of shape when I'm in charge? Turn it over to me, right? Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there and trust him. And I know your marriage is in trouble. I, I, I know, and y'all on the verge because the pandemic put people together uh, more than they want to be. And now you're looking at them and you're sick and tired of them, all right? Don't let the devil trick you into walking away. Don't, don't let him do it to you. Don't, don't let him trick you and make him think the grass is green or somewhere else. All right? Uh, because you can't walk from up under the kingdom, man, and still have the protection of the king. Right? He said, listen, in this kingdom, everything is happening, I got it. Now, when you accept him, he says, it all works together for your good. Now, it may not feel good. Now, when they had the PPO loans and all that kind of stuff, and people was doing all that, and, and the unemployment rate was out there, and everybody was getting off, they thought God was good. Won't he do it? He will. God, they had all kinds of things. Won't he will, will, and it was everything else until the unemployment stopped. Then all of a sudden they start smashing and grabbing. Right? And so the focus shift. Now everybody said, man, I, 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 watch this here. The, the faith shift. Now what am I going to do? I, I don't know what I'm going to do. The, the, the job is not. No. I don't care what happens. God is in control. God is sovereign. Right? And, and all you have to do is commit your life to him. Right? And he'll open up the windows of heaven and pull you out blessings that you don't have room enough to see. Most of us have the resources to be able to do what God wants us to do. We just choose not to use the resource the way God gave them to us to use because we want to do us. And when we get it, we don't give him his portion. We don't, we don't trust him and realize it is not mine, it's his. But, but he's going to let you know for us over right now. Now, look at Matthew 6 and 25. I want you to understand this because when you go into the therapist, now I got a therapist, I like him, but I go to a man because I like him. I ain't having no issues. I ain't stressed out. My anxiety level is not off the chart. Now, everybody else said, Pastor, you need some rest. Pastor, you need, that, that's them. That ain't me. I don't even receive it. I just went to Hawaii because it was good. All right? And I wanted to relax because I've been going so much. But they said, how you do it? I said, because I put my faith in God. 
Now, here's the beauty of it. Now, I know, Camilla, I know, and God says, you need some rest. So what God did, God put you guys, watch this, he put me on your heart. Now, this is good. Everybody say good, right? Now, I, didn't, I wasn't stressed out. I wasn't, I wasn't, the anxiety level was low, but God touched your heart. That's how he worked in the kingdom. He said, you know what? You think you don't need a little bit of rest, but I'm going to touch some people, and they're going to take their resources and make sure you go and take care of business. You see what I'm saying? So God said, I, I got you because in the kingdom, he said, you ain't got to worry about it. I got this. He said, you just keep on doing what's right and trusting in me. So my anxiety level is down. I'm not stressed out and been out of shape and don't know what to do and, and scared and all this kind of stuff. It doesn't matter, right? Because I know my father is the king. And everything, oh, my, belongs to him. Now he can take from here and put it over here. Because in the commonwealth, man, he can shift the, the resources wherever he want to do it. Everybody said commonwealth. That means the wealth is common. Now watch this here. He says, therefore, and I, I got to wrap this thing up. He says, therefore, I tell you. Now I want you to understand this. But though, don't raise your hand, right, if, if, if you can't reach your therapist when you call them, you're going crazy because you need somebody to talk to, right? I'm watching Facebook, and I see these kids, on, these young girls and boys on Facebook, and they're so stressed out, and they're venting their frustrations on Facebook, and they all been out of shape, and, they, and their anxiety levels off the chart, and they, I'm telling you, it's good. Watch Jesus. That's why you got to get in the kingdom. Everybody has to get in the kingdom. You should not be dealing with this. This should not be happening to you. This is what he said. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. If Jesus tell me, if the king tell me, and he's in charge of everything in the kingdom, he said, don't worry about your life. When he said, don't worry, I'm like, don't, don't play with me, man. Well, I sit back and I kick back and I say, I'm good now. Because he said, don't worry. And I know he got all the money. He got all the resources. He got everything that I need. So I just lay back and chill because he told me, don't worry. So, I, so I'm not worried. He said, don't worry about your life. He said, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, about what your body, uh, what you will wear, uh, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes, right? And he, he tells them. Then he says this here. He says, look. He said, I want you to look. He says, because I need to convince you because you don't even know who you are. Frida, he said, you don't even know who you are. You're sitting here all upset, man, because your money looks funny. And I don't know why you think your money is funny when you got access to all the resources. Why are you talking about your money is funny when your father is the king? Right? Your, your, your money not funny because if, 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 if it's not over here, it's over here. So God can do this. How many people, raise your hand, if you gave somebody something for Christmas? Yeah, look, yeah, 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 yeah. So you have to have something to give something. So somebody needed something or whatever. Some people got stuff, uh, uh, Pentecost, and they didn't even need it. You spend a hundred and something dollars on something, man, that they didn't even ask for. You just blessed them. Now, listen, that's the kingdom. Here I am spending a hundred, two hundred dollars on something you didn't even ask for. But because I like you, I, now, you're going to tell me God is not greater than me? If, if, if I give you, if I buy you a game, or if I buy you a car, or if I can buy you dinner, and what would God do? 
in the kingdom. So why are you living beneath your privilege in the kingdom? He said, y'all run around here talking about I love the Lord and he's my Lord. He said, do you really know who you are? He said, why are you worried? He says, when, if you can bless, I can bless even more. He says, so you shouldn't be worried, but you should be walking around happy. Don't let nobody pull you out of the kingdom. Don't let anybody tell you, you need to try to get in and get up under it and, and stay up under as much as you can. Understand that. Understand who God is. You ain't got to worry about no race, no nothing. You got to worry about God is king. Because watch this here. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever. If you got the money and I need it, God going to make sure you give it to me. Because this is what I need. He said, so don't worry about what you need, because I got somebody that has a whole lot of money going to get you what you need. Raise your hand if somebody ever paid a bill for you. Look, look, look at the hands go up. You didn't pay the bill. Somebody else worked for it. But God touched their heart, and then they blessed you. Why would, I, why would I walk from up under that? Why would I walk from up under the kingdom, man, when God is giving me favor and I can have access all the time? Yeah, yeah, not sometime, all the time. All I can do is make a phone call, and it's there. All I can do is ask, send a, don't mess with me. God got you, man. I'm not going to let anybody pull me away from this when I know how good God is. If I say he ain't good to me, I, I don't know what you're talking about, Pastor Dan. I, I'm struggling. No, you're not. You just, here's the thing. A lot of you all have not made him the priority. And because you're not making him the priority, some things you need, you're not getting. God says, and when you make me the priority, I'll make sure you got it. Some stuff, he just liked you, and he gave it to you anyway, even though you didn't make him a priority. Because he liked you because he's trying to convince you and show you how good he is. What he'll do for you in your life. Right? And so it's important to understand that. He said, now, watch this here in verse 27. Can any one of you by worrying at a single hour to your life. Man, that's, listen, God is telling you why are you worried because there's nothing you can do about it. If you got laid off on your job and your rent is due and you ain't got no money, why are you stressing when you ain't got no money? Turn it over to the Lord and let him work it out. Now, Lord, I gave my life to you Work it out. Everybody, I hear somebody say, uh, the pastor, you tripping. Listen, I'm going to tell you how good God is. This is good. God touched the government. Now, this, this is good, man. And told the people, the landlords were so mad because they wanted to evict the people, and God wouldn't let them get evicted. They didn't have no money. They ran short, and they couldn't, and they didn't have no money to pay their rent. I ain't talking about the people who took advantage. Even they got blessed. But God... Listen, I, think, I want you to think about it, right? God touched the mind of somebody else, man, to put a law in place saying you can't evict them. You're not putting them out. Right? That's how powerful he is. You got to know what you're working with. Right? And if, if I'm up under that, I'm not going nowhere. Everybody said nowhere. I'm telling you, right? So he says, and why do you worry about clothes? See how the, the flowers of the field grow? All right, they don't labor or spend. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Not even, uh, listen to me. He says, do you understand the kingdom? Everybody say the kingdom. 
all he's telling you about is living in the kingdom, making him the priority of your life, living righteous and doing right with what he gave you. He says, whatever I gave you, trust me, make me the priority, do right, and I got you covered. That's why in every kingdom there's a commonwealth. We just blow over that word like it don't mean nothing. Shanique, common means everybody got it. Wealth means everybody got access to the wealth. I don't have to preach no prosperity and all that because the wealth is common. So he can shift it and do it what he wants. Why would I be out of that? Why would I not? Listen, why would I not be? I don't get into all the, you know, if you're a Muslim or, or you Hindu or, or Buddhist or I'm a Christian and all this, and then you fighting over religion. He said, no, 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 no. This is a kingdom. He said, quit knocking your head up, side, knocking yourself upside the head talking about religion. He said, you're in a kingdom. He said, in this kingdom, he says, I got all of it. And everybody's under my religion. He said, would you come to me and trust me with your life? Would you make me the priority, please, so I can do what you, what you want done? Don't you want to be blessed? You know, he said, I got the ability, man, to transform anybody's mind, right? So, so here's what he says. For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly father knows that you have needed them. Pagans mean people who don't know God. Those are the people, man, who didn't have no relationship. They were going after, I need some clothes. What am I going to do? I got to get a job. How do you, I didn't have more people telling me, man, you know, I need to figure out, I need a stream of income. How many of you have heard that? I need another stream of income. All right, then you get a stream of income, and guess what they say, DeAndre? I need another stream of income. Because that stream ain't good enough. Then God bless him. I need another stream, right? And you're never going to have enough until you give your life to God. I mean, really give your life to God. I'm not talking about pray about it. I'm talking about really turn your life over to him and make him the Lord of your life. It improve your marriage. It improve your position on your job. It improve your uh, situation in your neighborhood with your family and everything. God said, if you make me first, everything else, man, comes together. That's the missing link of the puzzle. We don't want to make him the Lord of our life. We don't want to be a citizen in the kingdom of God. Citizens have rights, right? Sons have even more. Daughters have even more. You know, AJ, he called me, hey, dad. He's like, dad, you got it. Come on, dad, hook, hook, hook me up. He, he, like, Dad, I know that you, you now, and you know what? I'm like, AJ, man, go on. Uh, I did We got to figure out how to make it happen for him. Right? Because in this kingdom, right, we got these resources. Can you imagine, man, just going to God and saying, God, this is what I need? How many people got you ask God for something he gave it to you? Yeah. Then why don't you just trust him with your whole life? Yeah. Why don't you give him your whole life and then watch him open up the windows of heaven and trust him? Right? I know I got to quit. So this is what he says. Uh, he's talking to them and in the kingdom. Watch this here. He empowers them, and he told them, says, heal the sick who are there, and tell them he has sent them out to preach the gospel, to preach the kingdom. Now, he empowered him, and listen to the kingdom. This the, everybody say the kingdom. In the kingdom, he don't want you sick. He says, heal the sick, right? Now, listen, he said, the kingdom of God has come near. He told the 72, they, they went out and they started healing people and they came back. They were so excited because they saw God healing people. 
Because in the kingdom, God will heal you. God will deliver you. I would ask you to raise your hand if you've ever been hooked on something and God delivered you. But I know you don't want to tell your business, right? Because you don't want nobody to know. But you ought to get up and tell your testimony that I was so strong, I, I didn't know what to do, and then God delivered me. Because I was on a road to destruction, and I didn't know which way to go. And Satan had me, had me in a headlock, and God delivered me when I gave my life to him. Now, a lot of us are struggling because we didn't give our life to him. That's why he says, man, whatsoever man thinketh, once you transform, once you give God your heart, I was riding, I'm, I, you know, Derek is really quiet guy, so I can tell Derek, because I can use him. Me and Derek was riding in the car, he picked me up from the airport, he said, Pastor Duran, he said, man, that drug world wasn't no joke, man. He said, I don't, he said, listen, I, I, it was crazy, man. He, he said, we had to do something. His wife was riding the car, he said, we had to do something. And God, t- and I remember he told me, he said, man, I never thought I'd do anything. He said, I, he told me, once, he said, I could not believe, man, that God gave me a job. And I can protect my family. And then he got a house, and God blessed him with a house. Yeah. You talking about somebody that was strung out on drugs, out there when nobody said you weren't going to be nothing, they gave their life to the Lord, and when they came in the kingdom, man, God turned the whole thing around. Yeah. He, did, he did that. He did, he did that for you, too. He did it for some of you all. Tell the truth. Listen, today, everybody said today. Today, I'm turning my life over to him. He's going to be the Lord of my life. I'm coming up under his kingdom today. He said, then I give you authority to trample. That means when the enemy come, he can't do nothing with you, man, in the kingdom. Watch what he said. He said, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. What? Everybody say all the power. All the power power of the enemy. God's not playing. He said, listen, when you you come over, he said, in this kingdom, there's authority and power over Satan. But you can't deal with Satan outside the kingdom, right? Because you're outside, man, you're in his territory. He can fight you then, right? But once I get up in the kingdom and I get up under God, God says, I got you. And when Satan thinks he can attack you, God says, listen, no weapon. Satan, you might as well put your gun up. No weapon formed against it is going to prosper. Not a one. It's going to look like it, but it's not going to prosper. And everybody say, God is good. Now, so I want you guys to understand it. So here's the thing, and I'm going to wrap it up with this here, and I'm done. A few minutes over. He said, a thief does not come to accept. Listen, the thief comes. All right? We shouldn't read the new new gen. He said, the thief does not come except to do what? Everybody say, steal. And what else? And what else? And listen what he come to do, right? But watch when you get in the kingdom, Spud. He says, I have come that you might have what? Listen, and having more what? It's a, listen, I'm talking about life overflowing. Right? Listen, I want to challenge you all out there. If you don't know about this kingdom, right? Try it. Just try it and watch him turn. And watch you have access to all the resources you ever thought you needed. I'm telling you, I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you from a poor boy from Jackson Hill who didn't have nothing. 
and I'm debt free. I told, I said, I'm not leaving. I don't care what nobody said. I'm not leaving the kingdom because there's too much protection and there's too many blessings. And I like good stuff. I like relationships. I like people. I like people to say hello to me. I like them to respect me when I go somewhere. So that only happens, man, when I walk in the kingdom. Because if I get outside the kingdom, I'm going to cheat on my wife. I ain't going to tell no lie. I know I'm going to do it. Ain't no sense in me telling no lie. If I get outside the kingdom, I'm going to cheat on her. I know I'm going to cheat. And for those who say they ain't going to lie, because the devil going to bring it on you. And he's going to come so strong, and you know, women are so powerful, they'll look at this and say, I promise you, I can get you. And you're like, not me. He said, oh, I can get you. But if you stay up on listen, I'm telling you, but most people that cheat, in relationships, men walk from a burning umbrella. And they thought they could manage it. And it destroyed their family. Yeah. I'm telling you. He attacked you up under the kingdom. But the difference is, when you're in the kingdom, you walk in righteousness. So when you see, I can see Satan coming. I don't care how good you look. You can talk all the stuff you want to talk. I, I can see that demon in you. But when I'm outside, I don't sin. Because when you're outside, it's you. I'm at the club. I'm bagging the thing up, and I'm shaking a leg. You know, hey, JB, I, you know, I, I, I go to the club. I have to take my cane. You know, and I, you know, I work. I work <laughs> see what I'm saying? Hey, hey, am I telling the truth? How many, wait, hey, don't, don't, how many people have ever been to a club? Now, I ain't saying you go now. When you went to the club, man, you was ready to. <laughs> you dressed for it. Satan knew it when you walked in there. Listen to me. So when you step outside, watch this him. You step outside, he take all your resources. Listen to me. Read Proverbs. She whispers in your ear and you lose everything. You walk out there, you think, you say, listen, it ain't about ladies, it ain't about men. You walk out there, man, and you take a sip of wine. And then you become a wine head. They don't call them wine heads no more. They call them just alcoholics, right? And then you smoke a joint. And it ain't no big deal. And then the joint, all of a sudden, now you, you buy the edibles. And now all of a sudden, listen to me. If I'm lying, tell me, listen, I want you to say, Pastor, you're lying. Then all of a sudden, man, you spend more money, man, at the weed place than you do in your tithe and offering. When you're outside the kingdom, when, when you get outside the kingdom, you give more resources to the enemy. And then all of a sudden, man, you wonder why your money is funny. That's why it's funny. I better set, I better set this thing down because I'm messing with somebody now. They like, get out of my house and practice the You was doing good at first. Stay in the kingdom. Angela, stay, stay in the kingdom and leave it alone, right? Right? But it's the truth. It's the truth anyhow. And that's why we got to walk up. That's why we got to stay in the kingdom, young people. He will turn you out. I'm, he will turn you out. I ain't talking about gay and all that. I'm talking about he'll, make, he'll turn you out and take every dime you got. You won't have a pot to pee in or a window to throw it out of. And you'll be trying to figure out how I got there. 
when I was making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. Now all of a sudden, man, I'm borrowing two dollars. I'm borrowing here because he, he has stripped the resources. All right, stand to your feet. We're gonna close this thing. Give the Lord a hand clap. I forgot we had a program. We had a program. So I had to cut this thing down. We had a children's program. I forgot, so I had to stop. I can't really do it like I want to do it because we got a screen program. Let's bow our heads. Maybe there's someone out there, man, who really, really have not given Jesus Christ and God your priority. Right? Now, you have not made him the priority in your life. You're still doing you. And you want to be up under his umbrella. I challenge you today to make him the Lord of your life. Say you're going to walk in the kingdom. You're going to let God be sovereign in your life. Today, if you're out there, just raise your hand and put it back down. If you want to make a commitment today, amen. I ain't going to make you come down here in front of everybody. I know you say, I ain't going to do it because I, I ain't going to do it. But you're going to write it on the card and tell me so I can call you and pray for you. Right? That's important. All right? Dear Lord Jesus, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for every single person in this building today. I want to thank you for those who raise their hand, those who are afraid to raise their hand, those who are teeter-tottering, those who think they got it under control. I pray that Satan loose them right now in the name of Jesus. And we bind the spirit to try to overtake them in the name of Jesus. But we ask you to touch their minds so they can fight this demon, so they know what Satan is trying to do to them. Strengthen their families, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray right now that Satan get out of the house. Get out of the house right now in the name of Jesus. Satan, you got to go. Thank you, Jesus, for delivering in the name of Jesus. From this day forward, we're going to walk in your kingdom, not religion, but in your kingdom, with you being the Lord of our life. We're going to move under your command. When we get up in the morning, we're going to make you the priority in the name of Jesus. All our resources... You're the priority first. Thank you, Lord. We praise and magnify and give you glory.